Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot. And uh, welcome to an actual episode of Football Manager Therapy. Now, if you're A, wondering what the odd title is and B, where we've been, don't worry, let me fill you in. Um, I am currently recording this after two weeks slash two and a half weeks of being very, very ill. I'm not not quite full green star yet. Sorry, full green heart yet. Um, I'm kind of in, in light training. I'm orange at the minute, but I mean, I am in general rehab and I am slowly getting there. So we did take a few few days off um, over the Christmas period to regroup and recover and uh, get ready for the new year. Now, if you have never seen this title before, FM Tales, this is a type of episode that we do now on Patreon. And the aim of these episodes is to fill you in and catch you up to all the things that have been happening in our saves along the way. Because, especially for me in Canada... Stuff can move very, very fast, and by the time we come around to recording the big, usual weekly podcast, there's a few things that have been missed. So the FM Tales are the FM Tales episodes are there to to give you a little bit more context and a little bit more in depth analysis. Now I'm going to catch you up before we go back to normally recording. So there's going to be two recordings. There's going to be two parts on each. So four parts altogether. There you go. Quick maths. And uh, hopefully then we'll all be back up to speed when the weekly podcast resumes as normal, which it should do next week. Right, that's the introduction and the talky-talky stuff done. Let's get into the narrative, as Tony would say. And where I'd left off, actually, on the last FM Tales was I was talking about using a 4-3-3 in the Season 2 at Halifax Wanderers. So it's first proper season, really, that we've had the team and being able to do some stuff. So uh, it was it was fun to, to sit down and, and sort of build a tactic around some of the players that we have and try and put all the pieces together. Now, this season became a very pivotal season in, in the journey so far because we came out of the traps flying. We started month one, completely undefeated went into month two completely undefeated went into month three still undefeated there was a couple of draws in there i will say that they weren't all wins but there were some big victories along the way we beat valor 2-1 in the open day of the season which is a big victory as valor are super tough we did get a draw as well away from home nil nil against them we beat Atletico ottawa 4-0 there's a 3-0 against york united in there as well pretty healthy start considering we were three months in so we were we were looking really really good at the top of the table around that time period again Valor were pushing us close and then July came around month four (laughs) and the wheels started to come off a little bit because we lost three in a row and they were three massive games so the first one was to Valor 1-0 at home which I accepted at the time because, again, they're probably the best best side in the league. So it was going to happen at some point. It was a penalty. It wasn't really, you know, 
a massive thrashing or anything like that. But what it was, it was psychologically damaging because in the Canadian Championships, we had got through to the quarterfinals and we had drawn Toronto. Mm. The big dog over in the MLS in terms of Canadian teams and they beat us 3-1 at their place, which made the second leg incredibly difficult. And to make that second leg even more difficult... In the game between those two legs, we decided to lose 5-0 to Cavalry. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, yes, I'm not saying that I panicked, but I massively panicked <laughs> around about this point. So, in the reverse fixture against Toronto at our ground, we managed to win 1-0. We actually went down to 10 men um, around about the 59th minute. So, it was a tough, it was a tough game where we were kind of needed one goal to sort of stay remotely in it, but we knew that we needed really three goals, and then we only had ten men, so it was kind of over. But it did, in a weird way, make me reevaluate the squad and the tactic that I was using, because it just started to unravel a little bit. Now, the interesting point here is, including that Toronto game... From from then until the rest of the season, we only lost two games. And they were 1-0 um, against Pacific uh, away at their ground. And then we lost 1-0 again to Cavalry at home. So not bad considering that there was three months left of the season. And we did pretty well. But the reason why we did pretty well was because we made a bit of a change to the tactics. And I went away from the Aboot Room, which the old tactic was named, which was a 4-3-3, to interestingly and and I, I i i can't even begin to tell you what the inspiration was behind it other than i had the players that sort of fit it we switched to a 4-3-1-2 yes the sort of a 4-4-2 diamond type shape so it, it, it just i don't know what it was i think i just sat there and i stripped everything back and, and made it simple you know i've got barely any instructions in terms of like team instructions and i certainly don't have any player instructions really other than the maybe like a couple uh, spotted around to try and get the best out of players but the the change to the diamond the nice and simple basic diamond where everyone knew they were doing their role and everyone was playing in their strongest position really really worked because it led to us qualifying for the playoffs and then getting to the championship final itself yes that's right we did finish third in the league but we did manage to qualify for the the, the playoffs so there's, there's a basically top four go into a semi-final and then the, the then those two semi-finals go into a final so here is the narrative for you guess who we got in the semi-final yes it was cavalry <laughs> the team that had beaten us 5-0 that had made us change to the diamond in the first place. To make the draw a little bit more difficult, it was at their ground as well, but I shouldn't have worried, because up steps the the surprise MVP of the season, I'm going to say, Easton Ogaro, who manages to bag two goals for us and send us to the final. Now, I say Easton Ogaro was the surprise MVP of the season, because... I brought him in when he was 29 as a backup striker, and this guy ended up being the most pivotal player in the whole season. 
He ended up starting 18 games and scoring 12 goals with two assists and getting an average rating of a 7.31 in the league. So not exactly first team player, but definitely a pivotal player as he was key to getting us to the finals. And in the final waiting for us was a team called Pacific FC. Now I was actually interested with this one because I thought I was going to get Valor but they got knocked out somewhat surprisingly by Pacific, which led to us, I'm not going to say easily winning, but it was an easier game than I was anticipating as we ran out winners 3-0 with Easton and Garo getting two in the final as well to win our first Canadian Premier League title. Come on. Big scenes. Big scenes over at Halifax, Halifax Wanderers and a very satisfying season that, Started incredibly brightly and started with a tactical identity that I thought was going to see us through. Ended up having a bit of a wobble in the middle that led to the creation of the midfield diamond that would in turn lead to a championship victory. Very good season for us there. And now if you're wondering what we got up to in season three at Halifax Wanderers, why don't you stick around and find out after this. So, season three second full real season with Halifax Wanderers. Let's get into it. Now, obviously we had won the league. It was a bit of a surprise earlier on. We had a little bit more expectation on us this season. I think our expectation was to meet, reach the playoffs, which sounds like it's quite difficult, but when it's an eight-team league and the top four go into the playoffs, it's basically mid-table. So that was our aim for this. Big thing for me was starting to improve the depth of the squad. We've got some good players. I mentioned Easton Easton O'Gara who came out of nowhere, but he was 30 going into the season. We had, obviously, Alex Marshall, who you might have heard me mention before, the Jamaican international that's now playing uh, as an advanced forward for us. He's 30-31 in this season. So we did have a team that, that did win the league, but were already maybe coming around to the wrong age. So, of course, we had uh, Giannis, who's the Australian guy that I mentioned before. We brought in a guy called Sammy Raymond, who was very, very good. And a couple of other players along the way. There was The idea, really, with this recruitment was let's make this team stronger in depth so that we can manage a little bit more than just what's going on in the league. And managed, we did, because again, we started off very, very good. First month, we were undefeated. We again had Valor first day of the season. This time, we drew nil-nil with them. Um, We had a couple of two-nils. We had a couple of three-nils in there until, again, in month two, we we met Valor, and they beat us 2-1. And again, this is what's kind of interesting, because whereas last season, that was a turning point for us, where we sort of panicked a little bit and, and changed everything up, I was very comfortable in our tactical layout now on a tactical approach so I didn't didn't panic this time and the month of June was very kind to us as we won every single game that we played we won 4-1 4-0 5-1 2-1 3-0 1-0 and 2-0 
the two the two one and the one nil in there were the qualifying rounds of the Canadian Championship against York United. So we'd managed to get through to the exact same point as we had last year to the quarterfinals. And obviously we were quite unfortunate to draw Toronto that gave us a tough game. This time round, it wasn't necessarily a tough game, but one with significance as we drew Blainville. Remember them? Over in Quebec, where I was before I took this Halifax Wanderers job. That's right, I went back to my old stomping ground. And I felt a bit bad as we beat them 5-2 at home and then 2-0 at their at their ground. So we'd got through to the Canadian Championship semi-finals for the first time during my reign. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time in the club's history. We maintained our really excellent form in the Canadian Premier League before we met another MLS team, this time in the form of of Vancouver. Now, I'm very happy with both results because I drew 1-1 at home and I drew 1-1 away, but that led to a penalty shootout for us. And of course, we had the worst penalty shootout in the world ever. Our first penalty taker missed, second one scored, third one missed. It was already over. Vancouver went through to the finals. And I'm pretty sure they lost to Toronto in the final, so we didn't even lose to the eventual winner. A shame, but there was definitely progress there, definitely growth from us. And talking of which, we'd actually tried now to look to improve the the team slash the side slash the club. So we'd been looking for some affiliates. I managed to get an affiliate club, a senior affiliate club, of Schalke in Germany, which was a slightly interesting one, but I was very happy to do as they have an excellent youth academy. So that was definitely with the hope that a couple of players would pop up um, potentially available on loan as well. So we we really, we managed the league perfectly as we we did finish. Yes, we actually did. I was just double-checking. We managed to finish the league top on 64 points, and winning the winning quote unquote winning the league on goal differences. Valo actually had sixty four points as well because they had a really good season. But it's the first time we've actually placed first within the league. Now the challenge throughout this season was I kept on losing players. So many players at really pivotal games. There is a gold cup, North American gold cup that's randomly always in the middle. Well that was for the Vancouver game. And then as we went into the playoffs, we had again, had a couple of players that were on international duty. So a little bit frustrating that you're trying to find that balance in Canada of having good players, but then you don't necessarily want players to be that good because you don't want them to be called up for international duty when you're in a semi-final of the Canadian Championship. But the league, I mentioned that we'd finished top of the, the league structure. That means that we went into the playoffs where we met Forge FC, um, ran out easy winners there 4-0 before meeting Pacific again in the final and once again winning 2-0. No Eastern Ungaro goals this time round. Uh, two goals actually from Sammy Raymond who is a very good buy and I'm very happy with him playing in the uh, AM slot of uh, the, the, the Diamond. And we managed to win back-to-back titles for the first time, um, which was really good. And uh, again, I, I I was pleasantly surprised that we, we faced Pacific in the finals. But the progress that we were making was, was really impressive. And talking of progress, 
at the end of this season, a job offer came up that was too good to turn down. And I'm going to tell you all about it in the next episode, which will be coming up tomorrow as you are listening to this on day of release. So there's going to be two of these, this one and then the one tomorrow. They're going to tide you over until we're back on our usual weekly schedule. So same place, same time every week, Tuesdays, of course, bright and early UK time on the release. So these are just here to make sure that you're not losing um, any any progress that I've been making while I've been ill, as I've been playing a lot of football and manager. If you do enjoy the format of this show as well, we do put these up semi-regularly on our Patreon. Um, if you want to get involved in that, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. Right, I'm going to tell you about the second leg of my journey to keep you up to date tomorrow. But in the meantime, make sure you are taking care of yourselves. I'll see you tomorrow for another edition of Football Manager Therapy. <laughs>